The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Amen. Please be seated. I started a message uh, last week, and I'm going to conclude the message next Sunday, right before Christmas, because I want to dive into the Christmas story a little bit. Uh, we have to do that this time of the year. Amen. <laughs> so, I titled this message, Vision uh, Gained, Vision Lost, and Vision Regained. And you can see it like a thread running through the scriptures. In the lives of the men of God, people that God has used greatly, it's always that way. God gives you a vision. You're burning with the vision. It's alive in your heart. You can't wait to get the vision fulfilled. God gives you a dream. The dream is in your heart. And it shows you how it can be done. You have these visions in your mind. This is going to be fulfilled. The intricate part of it, you have no idea, but it's burning in you. And you know I have the ability. God's given me the ability. I can do this. I can't wait. But you need to understand, when God gives you a vision, it is not just for you alone. It's for you, number one, but for others as well. It's always that way. It has to do with your family, other families, and sometimes for the whole world, depending on who God is dealing with. So God gives you a vision. That vision was birthed in you before you came to the world. God knew you, according to what he says in Jeremiah, I knew you before your mother conceived you. God knew you before you were formed. He knew you by name. I'm, I'm amazed as God will call in the Old Testament a king long before the king was born. And it's a Gentile king. He calls him by name. And the man is born away from the, the uh, household of Israel. And the parents gave him the exact name that God has picked. Before that person was born. Now, what is this? How important is this? God knew you before you were born. God knew exactly where you will be born. God gave you your parents. Some people say, well, I don't know about that. But that's true. He knew you and put that plan in you, that dream in you. And as you grow, especially when you connect with Him, that plan begins to come up and begins to rise up in you. It's a plan, it's a dream that God has placed inside of us. And we can fulfill that dream. Sometimes things come against that dream. Most of the time things will come against that dream and you almost want to forget it. Somewhere back in your mind. But you don't see how this can ever be. You want to let go. But I'm saying today, let God reawaken that dream in you. In Jesus' name. Let God reawaken that dream in you. Some of us, when we were born again, first born again, there was this passion. I want to win the world for Christ. I can rest. I want to talk to everybody about Jesus. I want to do this for Him. I, I know I have to work, but if I work, I want to make a whole lot of money. I'm going to be giving it to the house of God. I want God to be pleased with me. I want to do everything for God. If He sends me to Africa, I'll go. 
When I was wrong, we go into Africa. <laughs> Even to Africa, I'll go. I'll go wherever. And it just is burning inside of you. You want to do this. You can't rest. And then you got married. <laughs> Hello, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and you had a good job. And the kids come. Now you're running after the kids. And then all the problems come. Before long, you're not even telling anybody much about Jesus. You're so caught with God bless me and, and my family and my kids. The dream is gone. If it was born in you, God placed it there. And God will reawaken that dream. And may he do it today in the name of Jesus. You have a dream. I want to have a beautiful family. I want God's name to be glorified in my life. You're not married. You're single. And you're dreaming and praying, God, give me the best man. Give me the best husband. And we'll raise up a family. Our family will be so united, so blessed. Our family will be an example to everyone around. We will share the love of Jesus. And then you get married. And the kids come and things are not the way you expected in the home. That peaceful home that you dreamed of don't seem to be materializing anymore. And you're wondering, what was that? Could, God, could that ever happen again? Can I have this beautiful home? Things have changed. Don't give up. If your desire is for a wonderful family never too late with God. All things are possible with God. All you have to do is connect with Him and stay close. The Bible says, can the dry bones live again? God's able to. Somewhere back in your mind, He's still there. God can reawaken that. And he specializes in reawakening those dreams so that they'll be fulfilled in your life. Amen. You have a desire. I want to build a big business. I want to do good. I want to employ people. I can do this. God gave me this. I can do it. God show me what to do. Your heart is to help. And in so doing, you want to help people as well. But now you got a good job and your family is okay and you're okay. You're helping a little, but somewhere you know in your heart that's not really the dream. You settle for something less, and God says, No, I want to reawaken that dream inside of you. You know why I'm talking about that today? Because there are some of you here that God is speaking to directly, not because of a message. You need to dream again. You need to dream again. In Isaiah chapter 54. Beginning from verse 2. He says, enlarge, enlarge the place of your tent. Enlarge the place of your tent. And let them stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. Do not spare. It's not your resources. It's God's resources. Dream again. Enlarge the place of your tent. Think of something big. It's never too late with God. 
God's the one that put the dream there before. God says, I can do better than that. Notice, God's not saying, I will enlarge. He says, you enlarge it. Dream bigger. To help people. To help your family. To bless people. Because you have, you have Jesus with you. And all things are possible when Jesus is with you. When it's right between you and your God, there's nothing that's impossible. God can do this. And God's the one telling you, enlarge the place of your tent. Whether it's family life, your own personal life, your physical being, whatever it is, your business, your finances, God says, think bigger. Dream. You want a child? Yes, God can do it. It's never too late with God. Dream. Don't let it go. God saying today, enlarge the place of your tent. Let them stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. Don't spare. Strengthen the stakes. Lengthen the cords. Strengthen the stake. He says, because you are about to what? Expand. To the right and to the left. But until you do it, you don't know that God's about to do something. Wake up. That dream is about to be fulfilled. Can I hear an amen? You guys are really quiet. I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, God wants to do it. Don't look at what you see with your eyes. He is the one that's going to accomplish it. You can't do it on your own. But God, that doesn't stop you from dreaming. Young people, dream. Dream. The president was born by somebody. Yeah? president has a mother. You can dream. You can dream. And let, if that's in you, don't let it go. And don't let anybody tell, tell you, get rid of your dream. That's never going to happen. Because God's the one that put that dream in you and it will come to pass. Yes, difficult times will come. Tough times will make you want to... I don't think that's... The, I don't know where that came from. But God can awaken that dream and make it come to pass. It says your, your descendants shall inherit nations. And they will make the desolate places inhabited. Is desolate means... No life there. But when you dream, God puts life. Those dry bones can live again. God is able. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And in Jeremiah, is anything too hard for God? We are the ones limiting Him. He's ready, shaking Himself, saying, I wish they just believe me and let me show them what I can do. So that they can raise up their hands and thank me. And because he's a good God. We sang about it. He's a good God. And wants to bless us. Don't want trouble for us. The enemy is the one that wants trouble for us. The enemy is the one that is trying to stop us. The enemy is the one that is trying to keep us down. God created you for greatness. That's the truth. All the circumstances around you. They didn't come from God. The enemy brought them to make you let go of your dream. To make you focus 
on something different apart from the dream that he gave to you. Some people get so distracted, they get into drugs. But God created them for something bigger than that. And God wants to restore all of that for us. I think, I think when you read about the life of Joseph, the whole story is about dreams. The whole story. The whole, I started thinking, there must be something about dreams. And then you see in the Old Testament, it says, I mean in the New Testament, God says in the last days, He will pour His Spirit upon all flesh. And He talked about dreams and visions again. Young men having visions. And old men still having dreams. Even though shaking a little bit, but they still have dreams. Don't let go. It's all about dreams. When God created Joseph in his mother's womb, he created him with dreams. Last week I talked about, uh, about, about uh, Abraham, how God started injecting the dreams into him by speaking to him. Did God know about Abraham before he was born? Yep. God knew of him. Did God know his plans for his life? He did. Wasn't confused about it. But he had to speak to him. So that their dreams will connect. Amen? That's why you have to come close to Jesus. Because until you go to him, you may never connect with your dream. Which is much bigger than your own life could touch the whole world. Could touch the whole world. You're thinking, just little me? Oh yes, just little you. Plus God. That's mighty. That's mighty. When you think, just little me, and God's with you, you've made him too small. Yes, difficult things have been in your life. No, God made you for a dream. And the dream is not just for you. Don't think about yourself. You are to help people. That's the dream for he gave to Abraham. He says, in you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And I'm so grateful that that word that God gave to Abraham has touched my life and my family. And your life and your family. That's why you are before God today. And the dream that God gave to Joseph was not for Joseph alone, but was for the whole world at that time. Joseph didn't know it. He thought it was for him. His brothers thought it was all about Joseph. No, it's not about you. It's bigger than you. It will reach so many lives and bless so many people because God chose you. And he is with you. You can't think less of yourself than God thinks of you. That's an insult. God was the dreams to connect. Amen? God wants the dreams to connect. Now, let me let you know this. It's never too late with God. Oh, It's never too late. Abraham was 80 something years old. We talked about it before the connection 
of the dream. It's never too late. Yes, you made a lot of mistakes. Oh yes, he was aware of them. And has records of your mistakes. But he has forgiven you. Why? Because of the dream. I know the thoughts that I think towards you. God says in Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. Thoughts of good thoughts. To give you a, a future and a hope. No thoughts of evil. That's every one of you here today looking at me. Every one of you, God thinks good about you. You may not think good about yourself. You may feel good, bad about the things if you've done, that you've, the, the mistakes you've made. But God doesn't think that way. He thinks good about you. And He cannot change that because the Bible says, The Lord is the same yesterday today and forever. And God said, I am the Lord. I change not. I do not change. So God thinks good about you. He's thought about you good. All you need to do is connect with that. That's when the miracle will begin to take place. Because God has already said in Amos 3.3, can two walk together unless they are in agreement? You're thinking bad and God's thinking good. It don't work. God says we need to connect. And you can connect through the Son of God. Jesus of Nazareth. We already talked about that. We connect through Him. Every time I need to connect. I got that number. It's J-E-S-U-S. What does it say? Say it with me. Jesus I connect with the Father. I dial Him up. J-E-S-U-S. I connect with my dream. Amen? Give Him a clap offering. Yeah. He deserves it. It's J-E-S-U-S. It's J-E-S-U-S. That number never fails. Amen? God gave a dream to Joseph. It's exciting when God begins to birth something in you which was already foreordained before you were born. When God does this and He begins to unveil it, sometimes you have to beg Him, please God, can you let me sleep? Because your mind is racing with all these wonderful thoughts. How many has ever been there? Let me see it. You can't rest. I mean, everyone is different. For you, it's business. For one person, the other person is family. Whatever it is. But these thoughts are racing and you're saying, God, uh, maybe I'll read Psalm 23 and I'll go to sleep. You want to sleep. He's so exciting. That's exactly what happened to Joseph. God showed him a dream. He told his brothers. And they were mad at him. And then he had another dream. Genesis 39 Beginning from verse 9 through 11, he, had a, he was aware they were, uh, they were mad at him, but he couldn't stop himself. This was so exciting. He said to his brothers, hey, and you can read it. You can put it up. They can read it. But I'm going to paraphrase it, okay? If that's okay with you. And he says, uh, brothers, listen, i got another dream, and I've got to tell you. And this time, this time is the sun and the moon... And the, uh, I mean, 11, 11 stars, they all bowed before me. And then he ran from them. They were 
I mean, they were mad. But then he went to his daddy. He said, hey, daddy, I got a dream. Another dream. Listen, the sun and the moon and the 11 stars. And then the father rebuked him. What are you talking about? You mean your mother and I and your brothers are going to fall to the earth bowing before you? The guy was, I don't know. That's my dream. I don't know. And the brothers envied him. They says. But the father kept everything in his mind. Kept everything in his mind. I don't know what Joseph was thinking. But if I know he was a human like us. He, he couldn't wait for that day where these crazy brothers would bow <laughs> before him. Maybe he thought tomorrow. They'll be bowing. They'll say, but it wasn't about Joseph. It was even for the help of his brothers. The way God gives his dreams. Just to help his brothers. They will be great just like he will become. But they had no idea. Now, the thing that happened after that, that's the vision game. You know, when God wants to do something, In this story, you can go back and read. 39, you can skip 40 because that's all about Judah. Uh, And then you can go further. And you find out everything about the story of Joseph has to do with dreams. Dreams. Let me just tell that to you. Joseph, dreams. Potiphar's house, you know the story. In prison, he had to dream dreams again. Two people dreaming. Everything is about dreams. And then they left, guess what? The king dreams. It's all about dreams. And interpretation of dreams is so important. Dreams. Dreams. That's God's language of communication. Communication. When he's going to communicate greatness, he goes through dreams. Amen? He goes through dreams. I don't know if I have a lot of time this morning. But I'm going to just go through this story just to finish what I have to say because next Sunday is different. Now, notice what happened. The Bible says he was sold by the Ishmaelites into Egypt. They brought him there. His brothers tried to kill his dream. But let me tell you this. When God gives you a dream, no man can kill it. No man can. They sold him into the house of Potiphar. It happens to be Potiphar was the cap- captain of the guard. His house was like prison for Pharaoh's prisoners. The king's prisoners, they are special prisoners. They go to the captain of the guard's home. And the guy, as soon as he bought Joseph, the Bible tells us, and you can read that in, in Genesis 39, from verse, uh, I believe verse 18 through 20. He bought Joseph and immediately recognized something different about this slave. Everything he touches turns to gold. That's gospel according to good luck. Everything he recognized God was with him. The Bible tells us, and God was with Joseph. Even in that terrible circumstance, God was with him. 
And he says, and Joseph was a successful man. Why? Read the scriptures, please, up there. Was a successful man as a slave. Why? Because God was with him. And the man gave him everything in his household. He said, yeah, Joseph, I can recognize something special about you. You will be the head of all the slaves in my home. You control everything, my resources, my finances. Can you believe somebody that close to the king? He's depending on a young Jewish boy to run his home. And Joseph was a boss, a boss in the home. Prosperous as a slave. But it wasn't too long after that because the Bible tells us that his wife cast uh, a longing eye towards. Please, this longing thing is bad. Okay? <laughs> when it's not right. And, 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 and then, you know the story. She wanted him and he didn't. He said, I can't do this against God. You are my master's uh, wife. And uh, if I do this, he, he's let me do whatever I want to do, even as a slave. If I did this, this is going, not just my master, God. He won't like it. I'm not going to do it. She lied about it and he was thrown into prison. But let me tell you, terrible circumstances still cannot kill the dream. Difficult circumstances may come and go. They may make you lose touch of the dreams that God has given to you and make you wonder if those dreams will ever come to pass. But they can kill the dream. They can't. Difficult circumstances cannot. And the funny thing, Joseph was put by his master in the same prison where the king's prisoners go. And then shortly after that, the king got mad with his uh, cupbearer, wine cupbearer, and, and uh, the baker, and threw them. These were chiefs. These were ministers. Chief baker and chief cupbearer. They were called officers of Pharaoh. And guess what his master did? That's an amazing thing. Potiphar said, Joseph, these two guys, they are very special people in our kingdom. They're right next to the king. I don't know what they did, but the king is mad at them. He's not willing to kill them at this point, but he's putting them here. And he says, Joseph, you take charge of them. Read the scripture. I got excited. Even though his wife lied about him, he still trusts him. When God's with you, no one can be against you. No one. He said, take care of these guys. And Joseph took care of them. And the, the keeper let everything loose and said, Joseph, I'll just leave the prison. You take care of it. There was something about him. Why? He says, God was with him. When God's with you, troubles will come. You have difficult time. Don't mind them. Don't pay attention to those things. Because those circumstances were put in place by God to position you to get to the fulfillment of your dream. You don't like them, and I don't either. But when God allows it, especially when you're giving everything to Jesus, when God allows it, 
You may think you're drowning. No. God is launching you. Amen. And He's going to get you where He planned originally. And they had dreams. One, the butler had his own dream and the baker had his own dream. And Joseph had never interpreted, interpreted dream before. Never. But this time, he took care of them. They were always happy in prison. These two chief guys, they were happy because Joseph was there. His presence gave them joy. And Joseph went into their prison and he said, What's going on? You guys are not as happy. And he said, we had a, Both of us have separate dreams the same night. And we're sad. There's no one to interpret our dreams. And Joseph says, hey, listen, dreams, God gives interpretation. Tell me your dream. God can give, but he's never done it before. This is practice for Joseph, amen? He's never done it before. Now God has set him up. Remember what I said? Setback is a setup for something greater. God has set him up. Now he had to interpret because until those guys find out the meaning of their dreams, it's going to be miserable right there in prison because they won't be happy. Joseph said, God will give you interpretation. Tell me your dream. And the the butler said, this is how I dreamt. And he says, well, those vines you saw, three days. Listen, just three days, the king is going to get you out of this. You know, they had been in that prison, if I recall, maybe check it, maybe about two years. No, no. They had been for a long time. Joseph, longer than that. Longer than that. They had been there for a long time. The Bible just says for a long time. And so he told the guy, hey, three days time, the king is going to restore you back to your palace. And you'll be giving. The guy was thinking, wow. The other guy said, wow, that was good interpretation. Let me tell you mine. Let me tell you mine. And he says, okay. And he says, well, I got this three baskets in my head and uh, the birds were Joseph said in three days time the king will also lift your head but not up but off your body and you hang your body and the birds will that guy wasn't happy but that's exactly what happened <laughs> oh, okay uh, okay <laughs> now most of us will cry all night long you know <laughs> It is going to happen. But it did happen. In three days' time, it was the king's birthday. Can you imagine how God can walk? The same God can walk the same way in your situation. No matter how terrible it is. No matter how terrible it is. In three days' time, the king was celebrating. And for some reason, he says, get me those guys from prison. And the one that had the favorable, favorable interpretation... The Pharaoh restored him. And in the same day, he killed the other guy. Joseph's dreams, were, I mean, the interpretation were fulfilled. Now notice, the Bible, before the guy left, Joseph said, now listen, when you leave, uh, uh, don't forget me. Uh, I'm here in prison. I didn't do anything wrong. He didn't betray his brothers. He said, they stole me from my father's house. That wasn't quite accurate, but uh, that's what he said. And, uh, and even now I'm in, this, in prison, I didn't do anything wrong. So remember me. But as soon as the guy got out, guess what he did? He forgot him. For two years, he forgot him. 
two years. I used to think, what a lousy friend he was. To have forgotten it. But then I realized something. That was the time God was placing a lot of confidence in Joseph. Joseph had never interpreted the dream before. His, his dream, the dreams he interpreted came out the way exactly the way he said it. And now Joseph knew, I got a gift. Hello, I got a gift. If he had been let out, the way God sets people, if he had been let out, guess where he would go? He would go back to his brothers. Hello? That's exactly what I will do. I'll go back home. I'm a free man now. But that's not God's plan. So God set him up again. He forgot him. Hello? He forgot him. But this time, Joseph already knew, I, by the power of God, I've got a gift. I not only dream, but I can also interpret dreams. I can interpret dreams. And when God had dealt with him in two years' time, God decided it was time for his dreams to be fulfilled. So God started dealing with Pharaoh. How? With a dream. Everything is dream. So at this point, while Joseph was in prison, knowing that's where he began to realize, my dream is going to come to pass. He, rega- he regained. Vision gained. Vision lost. Vision regained. Now he knew, I got something different. And then Pharaoh had an, an unusual dream. That was the king of the world. And Pharaoh needed somebody. And this fellow, the, the butler, said, God, forgive me. <laughs> Those were not his words, but my words, God, forgive me. I've really sinned against this young Hebrew guy. Listen, nobody can interpret your dream. The wise men and the magicians, they don't know what you're talking about. But look, when you were angry with me, I'm sure he didn't want to remind the king about it, but uh, he had to remind him. When you were angry with me and you put me in prison, there was a young Jewish fellow there, a young man. We dreamt. And what he told us, the interpretation of his dream, that's exactly what happened. You killed that guy and you restored me. The king said, that's good enough for me. Go and send for that man. Amen? And when they asked Joseph, he said, Pharaoh said to him, you know, I understand that you have understanding of dreams. And can it, Joseph, he gave glory to God. Look, tell me, God is the one that gives the interpretation. And he interpreted his dream. Not only that, it was an amazing thing. God has given him so much wisdom for during those two years. He can also, he can interpret dreams and then advise you what to do about the dream. So he told Pharaoh, Hey king, I know what you can do to avoid the problem. This is what you must do. You need to elect somebody that's going to do this and, uh, and, and take care of your kingdom so that no one suffers. And the king turned around. Where are we going to find a guy like that? We got it in you. What, what are you talking about? You're not going anywhere. This is the fulfillment of your dream. And Pharaoh told him, 
Give me that scripture now. Uh, uh, Genesis uh, 41 verse 40. This is what Pharaoh told him. You shall be over my house. Guess what house he was over before? He was over the house of Potiphar. Where God was training. Joseph was over everything that happened. Now this was a major promotion. He says, you shall be over my house and all my people. Now you have risen to the very top. From prison all the way to the top. God's able to do it. Over all my people. They are all going to be ruled according to your word. Basically, Joseph tells you, if you are an Egyptian, you listen. He was now the prime minister of the world. Because Egypt was the number one country in the world. Prime minister over everywhere. His dream was fulfilled. Today, your dream is going to be fulfilled by the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Let God awaken your dream in you. Lose the fear and begin to believe God for something bigger than what you can see with your eyes. But the first thing to do, connect with the, your maker. Amen? The one that downloads into your heart the reason why he sent you to the earth. Bow your head with me today. You know he's here with us. He's here with us. If you feel discouraged because events have come into your life and they're making you feel like there is no way out, but you have a dream, things have happened to you in the past and they still hold you back from what your dream, your dreams were for your life, dreams given to you by God. Today is a day to say, God, I am available. I am willing for you to reawaken those dreams that you placed in my heart. I want to work for God. I want to be used to reach and bless people. Forgive me my wrongs. Forgive me my mistakes. I know I don't have the resources to get these things done. But I'm putting my hand in your big hand. And you can take me to the top. All the way to the top. All the way to the top. God is able. If things have come into your life that are, are, are comfortable to you, maybe God designed it. Because if they don't, you will not correctly position yourself for Him to bless you. He is the one who blesses. He loves to bless. And has cleared the way for himself to bless through the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross of Calvary so that there will be no hindrance. There will be nothing in the way when God decides to reach out to you. Today, you can make up your mind to say to God, God, I'm connecting with you today. I want to be, I want to put my hand in your big hand. I want to put my hand in your big hand. If you were here this morning and you've never done that, 
this is the opportunity you have to do that. And if you've done that in the past without much understanding, but now you have this understanding and you want God to take you all the way and you won't let go of your dream, then do that. Put your hand in God's big hand this morning. If that's you, at the count of three, just mention two different categories, please put your hand up and we're going to pray together and God will hear from heaven according to His Word and God will begin to minister His giftings and His dream to us. And now that begins right now. At the count of three, please put your hand. One, two, three. Put your hand up. Put your hand up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful. It's good to be honest before God. Sometimes people are not able to be honest to Him. When we are honest before Him, He sees our heart and He heals us. I'm going to do that again because I think there were people here that should have their hands up and didn't. One, two, three. Put your hand up. Put your hand up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray together. Say with me, everyone here. Father God, thank you for the dreams that Jesus had for me before the world was. Lord God, I connect today with that dream through the name of Jesus. Jesus, come, dwell in me, live through me, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. We want to again thank our guests for coming to worship with us. I hope God touched your life this morning. If you're a guest or you made a decision, um, you can tell God today 